Uh, welcome back to Key Messianic Prophecies, a podcast brought to you by Telios, a private 501c3 nonprofit foundation dedicated to the research and accurate teaching of the Bible, founded by Bill and Jeanette Stewart. Uh, now, on this episode, we will be taking a look at the New Covenant. Uh, now, the central text we'll be examining in this episode uh, will come from the book of Jeremiah. Now, a little background. Jeremiah was a prophet during one of the worst periods of Israel's history, which makes his prophecy even more profound. Israel had uh, completely rejected the Lord and his law as a nation, and uh, we're now going into uh, captivity to exile uh, in Babylon. Now, in many ways, this is where Israel's storied history of rejection would be made complete, at least in the Old Testament. Now, there's still a much more troublesome rejection to come, but that's not until the New Testament. Uh, now, to be sure, Moses knew that Israel was never going to obey the Lord fully. He was quite the realist in that regard. Uh, if you check out his final sermon uh, to Israel back in Deuteronomy, specifically chapters 29 through 32, you'll see that Israel's failure to remain faithful to the Lord was pretty much expected um, because they had never been given a heart to obey him. And we've gone through the Old Testament, right, uh, in this uh, podcast series, learning about the messianic figure who would come and set things right. But now, uh, with Jeremiah, Israel is moving into Babylonian captivity, and not only has Messiah yet to come, but they have completely rejected the Lord and his law. And it is in this context that Jeremiah delivers the prophecy that really becomes the basis of what you'll sometimes hear referred to as the New Covenant. In Jeremiah uh, 31, verses 31 through 33, the prophet speaks on behalf of God to say that a day is coming when God will cut a new covenant with his people that will be distinctly different from previous covenants. So uh, this, this covenant won't be like the one made with Moses. And this covenant will be one in which God himself will put the law within them and write it upon their hearts. Now that is a very weird idea on one level. But if you remember back in Genesis 8, right after the flood, God has restarted creation. And he says to himself in verse 21, that the intent of man's heart is evil from the time of his youth. In other words, from the time that people are children, their hearts are predisposed towards evil, toward doing wrong. Uh, it's like that old adage, you don't have to teach a kid to steal a cookie from the jar, you have to teach them not to steal it. In other words, God understands very early on in this process uh, that the condition of man and the plight of humanity is one that is ravaged by sin. Now, with Jeremiah we have God promising to overwrite the condition of man's heart. And he will do it himself. He will literally give them his own character by changing the very nature of man's heart. It's a really, really weird idea. And Jeremiah 31, 34 includes the line that the sins that characterize the hearts of men would be forgiven and remembered no more. So, why are we talking about this in a podcast on Messianic prophecy? 
Now, anybody who is even passingly familiar with the synoptic gospels and Jesus's story there will know that Jesus loved to reference this Old Testament passages. New Testament writers love to return to this passage. Uh, let's do some examples. Go back to the story of the man who was lowered through the ceiling by his friends in Luke 5. The Pharisees were shocked, not necessarily by the healing of the man, but by the fact that Jesus stated the man's sins were forgiven. They wigged out uh, because he claimed to do exactly what Jeremiah 31 said would happen, implementing the forgiveness of sins. Uh, go also to the Last Supper. When Jesus likens the wine to his own blood of the covenant, which is poured out for the forgiveness of sins, uh, Matthew 26. In other words, the promise of the forgiveness of sins existed in the old covenant uh, as, as exactly that, a, a promise. It was not a present reality, but something that was looked forward to. Jesus tells the Pharisees in John uh, 8 that Abraham rejoiced to, quote, see my day. Uh, that, that Abraham understood the promise of the Messiah, the promise of what was coming, and now with Jesus standing before them, that promise had become a present reality. Paul explains this in Romans 3, 25 and 26, when he says that the purpose of the promise was so that God could pass over sins previously committed, so that his righteousness could be shown in the present time through Christ, and this was all done so that God could himself be both the just and the justifier of those who have faith in Jesus. And so Jeremiah's prophecy of the new covenant is not something to be underestimated or taken lightly. It is a very serious, very important component of messianic prophecy because it goes from detailing interesting facts about the Messiah and what he's going to do for Israel in terms of reconciliation to God to foreshadowing just how he's going to solve the problem of sin and the human condition which has been there from early Genesis, right? Uh, it's a very powerful insight uh, into the, uh, the plan of God uh, that the New Testament writers are going to latch on to and return to time and time again because of its significance for those who place their faith in Jesus. Uh, so thank you for joining us for this episode of Key Messianic Prophecies. On the next episode, we will transition uh, to look at Messianic Prophecy in the book of Zechariah.